to the Movie Planet's bonus show. All of the bloopers, outtakes, and discussions that have nothing to do with the movie of the week, well, we decided let's make a show of that too. Enjoy. So Batman Begins, I, I love Batman Begins because it's realistic. Yeah. And I hadn't seen anything like that until Man of Steel. Because Man of Steel was the next one where I was kind of like, damn, I like this. Mm -hmm. This isn't super colorful, Chris Reeve, all that stuff. It's, this is what Superman would actually be like. And I appreciated that. It was something different. And uh, I, I'm a fan of the Zack Snyder verse. Okay. I am, because it was different. Yeah. You know, I, I don't get me wrong. I... I thought that Joss Whedon's Justice League was interesting. Yes. Uh, it tried to marvel itself, mm -hmm. tried to compete with Marvel, do a little more humor and all, keep it a little bit lighter. Yeah. That was great. And I was like, okay, we have our trilogy now, Bam, or Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Justice League. And then when Zack Snyder released his four hour cut of his cut, mm -hmm. I went, oh, <laughs> this is a fucking masterpiece. Why couldn't we have gotten that? Because Warner Brothers couldn't get out of their own way. Mm -hmm. Like every movie that came out that was in the Snyderverse had its own director's cut that was infinitely better than what was released in the theater. <laughs> and I'm a I'm a Snyder defender for the most part. Are you a Snyder defender to the point, like I am, where I will defend Sucker Punch? Yes. Oh, thank God. Sucker, I say Sucker Punch is the greatest video game movie ever made not based on a video game. Okay, I don't know if I go that far. Here's why. Okay. Character has to always obtain an item from a different level. Yes. Yeah. The levels get increasingly harder. Mm -hmm. The bosses get increasingly harder. Okay. In I the end, the endings surprises you. Everything outside those levels is cutscenes in a video game. It just leads you to the next level. I... Yes. It's a video game movie. Uh, looking at the the ratings spread for Sucker Punch. On? On Letterboxd. Okay. It's probably all over the place. It is. There's uh, your your highest concentration of ratings. Okay. Is three stars. 19%. The of, highest is three? Yes. 19% oh. goes with three stars. Okay. Uh. But most people <laughs> are less than three stars on it. Well, it's an easy film to hate. Yes. It is. Uh, it's one. I don't know if it is because I haven't watched it in a decade. I don't know if it is problematic. I watch it like I watch it like every six months. Okay. Yeah. I don't know with regards to sexism and, and what have you. See, I didn't even know any of that until I started hearing people talk about it. Yeah. Because my head was in a completely different headspace. I was kind of like, yeah, CGI, cool explosions. Look at that. Yeah. Sweet. I turned into a South Park character. Yeah, let's go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, oh, well, it's just hey, you know, men's fantasies of looking at little girls in skirts. And I was like, I didn't even notice that was going on. Uh-huh. I am now. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean... But if you are going to do that, Emily Browning. Pretty. Yes. Very pretty. Very pretty. Yeah. And uh, she has that um, almost Angelina Jolie 
where she's a little bit alien looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost too porcelain. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Like, but it fits into that heightened reality that yes. Zack Snyder brings to almost everything he does. Three hundred. Yes. Watchmen. Yeah. I mean, I like his style. His style speaks to me. I like the fact that everything looks fantastical. I, I still would put probably my favorite of his films is Dawn of the Dead, though. Uh, that is a great one. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead is, and even Dawn of the Dead is stylized. Oh yeah. Certain, I mean, it's it, I. And what okay, what'd you think of his sequel to it? Oh, I loved it. The one on Netflix and during the pandemic? Yeah. Army it was great. Day. Yep. It was great. And everybody shit on it. And I was like, you're just shitting on it because you it's easy to shit on Zack, Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, what has he ever done to you? <laughs> <laughs> what did he attack you in some way? What happened here? And it reminds me of that one comedian that you see every now and then who's you, you see he pops up on like those short videos mm-hmm. talking about what did Nickelback ever, no, what did Guy Fieri oh, ever yes, do to anybody? Yes. And it's like, yeah, what did Zack Snyder ever do to anybody? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking because you've gone over the global killers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Movies that are so bad, they're fun to watch. I disagree with your Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's a shit movie. It is a shit movie. It's a piece of shit, but it's so fun. Mm. Do you like mm. the movie or do you like the experience? I like both. The first time I saw it was on VH1, like in 99. Yeah. Um, and I had friends who like went and did it. Um, I think they had to go, like, because I grew up in the country. I think they had to go you know, to South Bend or Chicago or something Okay. Uh, to, to, to do the experience. So, but from then, I liked it. I liked it from the jump. Oh, really? Yes. What's, One, what spoke to you? Um, I like musicals. Well, I do too. It, 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 but I don't like newsies. It scratched an itch. Man, I haven't seen newsies since it first came out. Yeah. Newsies is shit. Yeah. Uh, newsies was like, I liked it when I first watched it. I was going to say it's like Willow cause I haven't watched it since it first came out, but yeah. I didn't like Willow. So it's not the, that doesn't carry through. Um, but Rocky horror I do like, I will watch it on its own apart from going to a theater to do the whole thing. See, and I, I think for me, like I, my first experience with Rocky horror was going to the theater to watch Rocky horror Mm -hmm. with all the fanfare. Uh huh. And it was a ball. Yes. I saw it in college. I was like, okay, this is great. Fantastic. As I've gotten older, I have no reason to do this anymore. <laughs> it's no longer controversial. Mm-hmm. It's no longer as taboo as it was back then. Right. It's lost all of its teeth. And when you take away the teeth from this movie. Okay. It's a bit of a problem. <laughs> I am. I'm also a big fan of Mr. Science Theater 3000. Where they review bad movies. Yes. Okay. Where uh, the first several seasons, especially, yeah. um, they did a lot of old sci-fi, old horror, and it splits that difference between enjoying the thing itself mm-hmm. and mocking it. Right. Which, that's what that's what an F is. It's so bad. It's fantastic. We love it. But I think, kind of like for me, it doesn't. It's not that bottom tier. 
And it's also not the middle where it's just boring. Okay. Or it's just kind of bland. For me, it's like a B because I think <laughs> Joe's eyes just popped. I haven't seen someone's eyes pop. Have we been talking for too long? Is that the issue? <laughs> <laughs> a B? <laughs> yes, because if you watch like all those old Hammer horror films or the old, um, you know, old Dark House and those types of films, which I have an affinity for. Okay. And have found a lot to enjoy. It's kind of like going through the Godzilla universe. I'm listening. Okay. Where Take me down this road. Yes. How many Godzillas have you seen? Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> More than seven, less than 20. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who counts these? They're all the same. Yes. <laughs> But it's one of those things, the further I got into it, the more I appreciated it. So we did this for the musical. Okay. Yeah, at the end. Lay Miz got an A out of me and an A plus out of Sam. Okay. Fiddler on the Roof got a B plus from me. JC and Joel gave it A's. Mm -hmm. Little Shop of Horrors, I gave it an A minus. Sam gave it a D. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Newsies, I gave a D minus to. JC loves Newsies, so it's a B. <laughs> Why can't I picture that so easily? <laughs> yeah. Joel gave it a C. Sam, ga Steve gave it a B. Sam won't rate it. <laughs> okay. And Rocky Horror, we had so much fun mm -hmm. in talking about that movie. Mm-hmm. We had a ball. I mean, it was like we were laughing the whole time, mm -hmm. which I think is the nature of the movie itself. You want to sit there having a good time watching it. Yeah. And we, I mean, everything we said, like I'm looking at some of the stuff that we said, they're like, uh, that's, uh, I hope I'm not the only one just literally cackling. Totally forgot about this song. Beginning to wonder if this movie is just a couple of songs I remember from the past. Uh, you're wet. Yes, it's raining. Fuck me. This is rough. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Tap dancing, tap dancing. Yep. I'm out. This is fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> I'm beginning to think that meatloaf had a hand in nearly all of these songs, <laughs> uh -huh. but I love meatloaf. Yeah. And we, that was another thing. We talked about how underrated meatloaf is and, uh, not just the food, but the singer himself, but it's not like you have no names here. You have the earliest Tim Curry performance and the earliest Susan Sarandon performance for that reason that can keep you locked in during the rougher parts of this. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like watching the, the birth of two great people. Yes. People don't speak highly of this movie because of its accolades and impressive music. They speak highly of the experience of seeing this movie because people have turned it into a celebration of crap. This movie is a global killer and the fans of this movie who show up every year are like those crazy motherfuckers who when the earth is about to be obliterated by an asteroid will be the ones who aren't hiding for shelter but are having a party on the rooftop of their sky rise. So as I'm watching this, several of our younger teachers, I was watching this at school, uh -huh. showed up to see what I was watching. After two minutes, they were laughing also at how awful it was and asked, why are we we're doing this for the show? And I said, because it's so bad, it deserves a place in the Pantheon. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's great. I would have a, I would turn that movie on and ironically watch it. I, I don't believe in that. Ironically watching something? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. I don't, I don't believe in most most cases, ironically watching something. I don't believe in uh, a guilty pleasure either. Like The Room, for instance. Yes. 
the room for oh, the, the room this is on page this is on par with the room for me oh no 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 the room is uh i can only appreciate it with the riff tracks commentary <laughs> it is the room is is inept i watched the room on youtube about two years ago and i had to get up because mm-hmm. i was laughing so hard uh-huh at how bad it was and i was like this is and i called up one of my friends i was like you need to check this out he goes, why? I go, this is the, what the disaster artist was based on. I go, yeah, <laughs> it did. It didn't do it justice. You got to see this. And so we're sitting there on the phone together, watching this, just laughing, uh-huh. having a great, I was like, it was so bad. What a great two hours we just had. Uh-huh. You know, but that's the thing is it's appreciating. Even that even work that's subpar can be appreciated. Yes. You know, and that's kind of how I look because a D minus, I can't watch a D minus movie. I'm done. No, news okay. is a D minus. I don't want to okay. watch that. But Rocky Horror, that's an F. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's better than Newsies, so it deserves a global killer. Because <laughs> we we want to go, at one point, we want to go, let's watch all the global killers mm-hmm. and just have a great evening. You know, great, great weekend. Yeah. And that's something I want to do at some point. Is like, we got all the global killers. I'm going to invite all my boys over. Just like you have your little, uh, your, your, what do you call it? Your, your, uh, your horror marathon that you do. Yeah, which the horror marathon is the big one, but we did the de- Detective Night Bruce Willis movies. That's right. We do uh, sex comedy, sex romp. Sex romp? Yes. What's sex romp? It's all the, like, we might watch a Porky's. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, I thought it was a movie, sex no, romp. No, no. I was like, volume one, two, or three. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, so it's okay. It's kind of like a dubious honor. Okay. Like, we don't even want to grade it. We just want to give it a global killer. So so it has a place somewhere, because we know it wouldn't last in the musicals pantheon if we go through all the musicals possible. I mean, I've only seen Les Mis the once. Yeah. I think there's one good song in it, one good sequence. No. that's a, And that's the funny thing about it is that we, we also talk about how musicals depend greatly on whether you like the style of music. I love Les Mis, the musical. Right, uh, I don't like the direction in that in that movie. Think there's too many close-ups. I, I the it feels almost like Paul Greengrass directed it. There's cameras moving all over the place. So for me, it was a matter of I was okay with the first couple close-ups, mm-hmm. but when every song is that, yes, it becomes a trope, and everybody knows it now. And there's a there's a specific song in there by Eponine mm-hmm. on my own. Yep, on a stage it looks bigger than it should in the movie. And that should be the opposite effect. The movie should make it more epic. Yeah. The stage is limited by its its space, but they limited the space on the screen for Eponine for a song that was, it's the highlight song of the middle on my own. Waterfalls. Uh-huh. I got nothing from it though, because it didn't do what it was supposed to do, which is show you how alone she is. It kept mm. it all here so you didn't see the vastness of space around her. Mm-hmm. And when I, I remember seeing it, in the, seeing it on Broadway and the light is on her and then the light pans out and you see the empty streets and there's nothing going on mm-hmm. the entire song. And, it's just, and then it, that final shot at the very end, her final line goes whoosh, spotlight just on her. Okay. And it's a headshot and then it disappears. 
in this movie, it's it's there all the time. <laughs> so that's the one that I like from the movie. No. <laughs> yes. I'm enjoying this day so much, Josh. <laughs> I'm enjoying this day so much. Uh, because I think it brings you to her. And, but also the staging lends itself to that. Because isn't she, like, confined in some place? Like, there's walls very close to her. She's she's not quite. No, she's in the city. Okay. she's in, It's just very small city streets because it's France. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was like almost backed into a corner or something. Not yet. During no. the scene. No. Um, but Little Fall of Rain, that's when she's at the barricade. It's all yeah, congested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think that the uh, Anne Hathaway? As Eponine? Um, no, Anne Hathaway was a uh, Fantine. 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 Yeah. Um, so you have. Who's Cosette? Cosette was Anna, Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried is in that movie? She was Cosette. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne was uh, Marius. Yes, I distinctly remember Eddie Redmayne. Who could not decide in each song whether to act or to sing, because he couldn't yes. do both at the same time. <laughs> yes. the uh, He mugs a lot. Oh, yes. Yeah. In fact, we, we, had, a, we had a discussion about how they miscast... Marius and his friend. It should have been the other way the around. Way around. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the I I like the the close up. I feel like it's powerful. It once again context of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I was watching. Um, okay, in a Fincher film. Okay, Fincher locked off on a tripod on a dolly on something filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, there's one, maybe two shots in social network that are handheld. When they happen, it's like, holy shit. Is one of them when he's walking through the house? Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I thought so. Yep. Uh, the, the same, the same thing. Soderbergh um, side effects, I believe. Side effects. I haven't seen that. There's a, a turning point in the movie, which it's been locked down. Uh, you're performing on the stage that he gives you. Okay. Right. Then the camera moves maybe 30 minutes into the film. It might be the first camera move. Wow. <laughs> you know, everything else is hard cuts. Do you think directors do that as a director yourself? Do you think directors do that to challenge themselves? Like, I, can so, I do this and get away with it kind of? I think it's an experiment sometimes. Okay. I mean, especially with Soderbergh, like he's the guy who says, can I make a movie on an iPhone? Couldn't. <laughs> I, have you I hated seen, that movie. Have you seen High Flying Bird? No, I saw the first one that came out. Unsane? The, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did, he did another one? Yes. High Flying Bird, the sports drama about the um, the strike. NBA I, strike. I got to look at that. Up. I yeah. looked that up. Totally. The style is much more classical. Okay. And it's a, a story that might resonate with you. No, more. I, yeah, no, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch anything. Yeah. But, uh, that said the contrast is what makes that powerful. Okay. Right. The, uh, 
Ozu does the same thing. It's cut, cut, cut. And then you have like a fade cut. Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh. That was different. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it draws your attention to it. Yeah. This Lay Miz, because it is handheldy up mm -hmm. in your face uh, the whole time, for the most part, you don't, you get numb. See, and for me, I look at that and I go, I, I, I understand using it for a couple shots. Mm -hmm. but when you use it for every shot. Right. Then it almost becomes like, it's not special anymore. Yeah. And that's, that was my detraction from Lame is was yep. you used it for every shot. And I understand the director was trying something new. And I love the fact that he had this, these singers actually sing it on camera. Yes. I do like that. That was brilliant. Um, and again, I gave it an A. I think it's, I think it's a near perfect musical. Mm -hmm. um, but when you talk about like musicals, like you better enjoy the music. Otherwise, you're probably not going to enjoy the musical. Like, yeah. late, like, for instance, Little Shop of Horrors. Great. But Sam can't stand doo-wop. Oh, okay. So if you can't stand that. Yes. You're not giving this a good grade because that's a long sit for you. <laughs> yes. Even though it is a brilliant movie and the story is so compact, mm -hmm. it's an hour 29. And it it moves. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he gave it a D. I gave it an A minus. Newsies, Rocky Horror. Okay, let's get your grades for these. Okay, Miz. Okay, well, let's start with Rocky. Let's just get let's rip the bandaid off. Yes. Rocky, what do you give Rocky? You're giving it a B. I'm giving it a B. You're giving it a B. Yep. And it's out of the global pantheon, global killer. Oh Yay. Jesus Christ! But but that puts it in that range where it's not fascinating, right? Where the F is fascinating. Yes. A's and B's are great. Oh, yeah. C's and D's. Ah. C is average. Yeah. D is, we're getting close to unwatchable. Yeah. So it's a D. Okay. You made it a D. It's unwatchable. Uh, I, <laughs> because of semantics, I shot myself in the foot. <laughs> okay, Newsies. What do you give Newsies? You ever seen Newsies? I haven't seen since I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. How about Little Shop? Little Shop. I gave it an A minus. That's an A minus, yeah. Okay. Because it, so, it is higher for sure. Yeah. Fiddler on the Roof. Mm, not a huge fan. <laughs> so here's the funny thing. I gave Fiddler an A the first time. Mm -hmm. And then like subsequent years, I watched it over and over. And I was like, yeah, this is very formulaic, this movie. Mm -hmm. Because it's, I've got a daughter. There's a suitor. Yes. I'm going to beg with God. Now we're accepting him. Oh, here's another daughter. I got another suitor. Beg with God. It, it's like the same. It's like after a while, you're like, I know where this is going. Right. And I, I, I love the fact that you tried to fit in the Cossack issue, but it wasn't a part of the movie, really. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I dropped it down to a B plus. It's still a it's still a relatively important movie, I think, mm -hmm. uh, and still relevant, but because uh, it's a, it's a history piece. Yeah. Uh, I'm going, I'd go straight B. Straight B. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but it's very well done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lame is. I gave it an A. Sam gave it an A plus. We were crying on the podcast talking about this. <laughs> like you can hear us quivering on the podcast. <laughs> at one point I played Fontaine singing at the beginning mm -hmm. where she sings about, you know, all the shit that's gone in her life. Yeah. 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 And Sam goes, fuck you. Gets off. <laughs> Like it hurts so bad. 
That's how, that's how I feel about Les Mis as a whole. Yes, I, it's my favorite musical of all time. Mm. It's my favorite of all time. Okay. And I also, remember I have my Alien Aliens camp? Yeah, yeah. I have another camp with musicals, which is you either like Les Mis or you like Phantom. Uh-huh. You don't like both. Ooh, I, I would, yeah, it's like Neil Diamond. You either like him or you don't. I don't think this is not a Beatles and Stones scenario. I, I think you can uh, you can be a lot closer. Hey, on let's those not forget two. about the Who. Okay, they were there too. <laughs> hey, I, li- I like Big Star. So <laughs> Big Star, baby. Yep. Lamez. <laughs> Lamez. C plus. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts, doesn't it? Finger doesn't move. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh my god. Fiddler and Les Mis are tied. Okay. With an A minus rating. The thing I did not realize. What? Just out of curiosity, what yeah. musical would you give an A to? Okay. So I pulled up a list here. Yes. Uh, popular musicals. We haven't done the sound of music either. Mm, I'm. That one drags. What I don't like about sound of music is that I love the first hour and a half. But if you ask me to ha- ask ask me what happens at the very end of that movie, I couldn't tell you. Oh, I I think that the uh, <laughs> sequence at the end when he's singing on stage and the family leaves one at a time. I don't even remember that. Oh my god, it's beautiful. I've seen this movie so many times. I don't remember that. I've only seen it once, and it's been within the last year. <laughs> so it was one I avoided for a long time <laughs> on purpose. Uh, probably the best straight musical could be gay too I don't mind ah uh, <laughs> and this would be hard because of the different versions but it'd be West Side Story so I would say the first one mm-hmm. I'd put up there with Les Mis mm-hmm. and Fiddler I couldn't put it above it though okay the second one I wouldn't even rank Really? And I think, and but the reason why I wouldn't rank it is because um, I felt like I was watching the remake of Psycho. Mm, okay. Like there's nothing new brought to it. Right. And I was expecting Spielberg to take the West Side Story thing mm-hmm. and do what, um, what they did with Romeo and Juliet. Modernize it. Got it. But, and then when I saw it was taking place in the same time period, I was like, okay, okay, cool. Same, same, it's a time, it's a period piece anyway. Gangs in New York, this is what it looks like at that time. Mm-hmm. I get it. But then when I watched it and I saw that they were still dancing the way that they did. Yeah. I said, this is a safe buck. This is not anything daring. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to watch this, I might as well watch the original, which Maria was a better singer in the original. And don't get me wrong, Maria can sing in this in the new one. Uh-huh. But the original. I really It's like, not far enough away from it. I'll grant you that. Uh I do like Kaminsky's cinematography in it. Do you? Yeah. I okay. think it's especially the the factory. Yeah. That's an amazing No, it's a it, sequence. There's some there are differences. Yeah. Obviously. But I don't think there's enough for me to consider it anything other than a facsimile. Uh, but if we're going like things that are considered possibly musicals. South Park the musical, baby. I don't like South Park. 
<laughs> Go on. Uh, that's a, that is a whole other thing. Um, the the Talking Heads movie, True Stories. Are these documentaries or are they musicals? That is a uh, because it's not um, stop making sense, which is the concert film. True Stories is the fictional film that features a bunch of Talking Heads music. Okay. So it's kind of like a Talking Heads jukebox musical, but they're performed by like, like John Goodman does one of the songs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. My favorite, because it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and you might consider it or might not, Mm. by the end it is, is All That Jazz. No, All That Jazz is a musical. Okay. I think it is. I think it it qualifies. Okay. Uh, Singing in the Rain. Yes, Singing in the Rain, and one of my perfect films. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. It's been a while since I saw it, but it'd be like an A minus. I think it's up there. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I got IMDb's up right now. Yeah. Um, you couldn't get me to sit through American in Paris and My Fair Lady again. Um, oh, really? No. Chicago. I liked it at the time. Yeah. I. Have not wanted to revisit it though, so that says something. Chicago for me was one of those movies where I, I start I started to take my rose colored glasses off of the Academy Awards because mm-hmm. I realized, well, if you're a musical, you're going to win. It's that simple. Uh huh. Um, let's see, all that jazz, cabaret, cabaret. Yeah, it's it's a little lower, but it's in the camp. Greece, Greece, Greece is the word. It is is the word. Uh, Man. I have personally a uh, tough time with Grease. Really? Is it the music or is it the style? It is my ex-wife's favorite movie. There's that. (laughs) And okay. Won't have you on for that one. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, But but yeah, those are kind of, those are the 20 greatest according to IMDb. Mm Mm-hmm which there's obviously more than that. Um, uh, I mean, the Powell and Pressburger movies, The Red Shoes, The Tales of Hoffman. The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Snowman. Snowman. The Greatest Snowman. <laughs> I hated The Greatest Showman. <laughs> I didn't see it because I didn't think I would like it, and uh, my daughter really liked it at the time, and I didn't want to shit on it. Well, that's, yeah, that's fair also. It's, it's also, you know, who is the company that you keep, and, you know, did, are they sensitive to opinion? Mm-hmm. You know, and when they're teenagers, of course they are. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Pitch perfect. It's cute. It's technically a musical. Yeah. That's in that's in the like C plus range. What about any Disney animated movie? That's what I was wondering. Like Moana. I like Moana. Um but if you're going into that realm, probably Nightmare Before Christmas. I I love the music. It stands apart from the movie, and yep. it still works. Mamma Mia? Man, what was it? 2005? Mamma Mia? Yeah. It was 2008. 2008? Okay. Amanda Seyfried again. Yes. <laughs> Once again, it's cute. I like the music better than the movie. Okay. Yeah. Blues Brothers. Is it a musical? Yeah. A? Probably not. Is there a better movie about the blues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am partial to Black Snake Moan, but... <laughs> That's because of Christina Ritchie. Yeah. Uh, 
Eight Mile. This is one where when I first watched it, I had a hard time because of the music. Yeah. 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 Again, if you don't like the music, it's hard to get through. Yep. Um, Pussy. Oh, Penny's from Heaven. The Wiz. Loved it when I was a kid. I still love it. Yeah. I have yeah. not seen it in a long time, but. um, Let's see here. This is okay. Chicago. In the Heights. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda out at this point. Not every song needs a hip hop rap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did we say guys and dolls? We did. Yeah, uh, that works. Yeah. Purple rain. Does it, is it a musical? Well, is it, is it a movie with musical? Okay. Well then now we get into the Christmas debate, about yes. Christmas movies, yes. which is, is it a musical or a movie with great music? Yes. Like Rocket Man, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's a movie with great music. I call them greatest hits movies. Okay. Yeah, because you're going to sell a greatest hits album. That's about it. Yeah. Um, or Bohemian Rhapsody, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Not a musical. They're not all original songs. They're songs that you've already heard telling a story. Right. But in those cases, uh, I would argue um, they're, I mean... They're part of the movie. Yes. Because they're part of that person's story in real life. Yeah. Right. Uh, but as far as leaning on them to help further the story, I would say Elvis does a much better job at incorporating the music as part of the journey. Yes. Than, than those other movies. Do. So I would say that those movies would be more like biopics. Yes. They're more biopics than anything else. Yep. And I look at also like when a musical, I know a musical is good when the music of every song isn't just there to make you tap your foot. Mm-hmm. It's necessary to move the plot. Yes. And if you don't move the plot with the song, it's a pointless song. And therefore it's a Nick against the musical. Yeah. Aladdin. Aladdin's great. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> tick, tick, boom. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I did. Really it's a good one. Uh, South park, bigger, longer and cuts on this list. Uh, enchanted. The, uh, what's her name? Uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. There's guys and dolls. Uh, little shop made it at 26. Way to go. Okay. Uh, let's see. Annie. Annie's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's see. They got a bunch of Disney movies on here. I'm not touching you. Hamilton. Sorry. You're just a, camera shot of a stage um willy wonka in the chocolate factory okay i love that but is it a musical yes yep interesting because we have it in the family film genre right now it was nominated for that one yeah yeah we gave it an a there i think uh beauty and the beast Let's see. La La Land. 100%. I, I listened. I can't stand that movie. I listened to the score like two days ago. Did you really? Yep. Oh, cool. Moulin Rouge. Okay. Th- that was what I was going to bring up. It's a jukebox musical. Yes. But they use the music to further the story as well. Right. Yeah. They, they use specific songs. Yes. To do it. And that's what I like. It's not just one artist and well, we'll fit it in here. Right. Yeah, and I think that counts. Uh, 
There's The Wizard of Oz, there's West Side Story, Cabaret, and the last one is Singing in the Rain. See, this list I'm looking at has stuff like Mo Better Blues, which is not a musical. It's, no, it's just a, got good music. Yeah. It's, it's a good music. soundtracks. Yes. <laughs> the Muppet Christmas Carol? That's not a musical. Oh, there's a lot of music in that one. Okay. Yeah. In that case, the Muppet movie is up there pretty high. They had the Muppets on here uh-huh. like three or four times. I'm yeah. like, uh-uh. <laughs> you get one. You get one movie, Muppet people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Newsies. I, I, remember, I remember grading Newsies going, I get what Disney wanted to do, but did they really think kids would be flocking to theaters to watch a newspaper war in the 20s? I think I would have appreciated it more then than I do now, frankly. It was so bad that it got sent out of the theaters and they said, well, can we make a stage play out of it? <laughs> and it's been like one of the longer running stage plays. Uh-huh. But it had to shit the bed at the box office first. 